All right, Denver Bronco, Denver Bronco. Oh, my gosh. All right, welcome back to the third episode of the D-Class Moto Pod. We're back. We've got quite a lot to talk about tonight. As you can see, a lot has changed. Uh, Well, most people are listening, so for those listening, Hayden's in a sling, got a little bit messed up with his eyeball, and we'll get into that in a minute. Um, First, I want to talk about... Well, what do we want to talk about first? We've uh, got the injury. We can talk about the ride day. Talk about our new TikTok clout we've got. Let's talk about that after the injury. I think we should talk about the ride day first, and then we'll talk about the injury. All right. So Sunday, me and Hayden went out to Indian Mound Motocross Park in somewhere Florida. somewhere east of here. Yeah. Um, and we were having a great time. We'd been there once before. Um and we had kind of set some goals before we got to the track, and yep. I think we accomplished all those goals. Yeah, we really I hit, did. I hit two new jumps that I hadn't before. Yeah, same. Hit a triple. Yeah. And yeah, hit our first about first ripped, triple. About ripped my suspension in half. Yep. At, right after this podcast, we're going to rebuild my front forks because when I showed up, <laughs> one was kind of leaking, and by the time that I slammed it on the landing of this triple that was basically didn't have a landing yeah, it was casing it By basically the, well i mean we weren't casing it i was i was clearing it but you, you kind of landed like back wheel first and yeah uh it was putting some major pressure on my front front forks and by the time we left uh both were leaking a lot so yeah so it was a good time uh it was definitely a um it was an obstacle filled day. I mean, we first got there, we hadn't been riding. It had been probably a month since we've been on the bikes just because of like our schedules. He's been in Florida for like Thanksgiving. You know, I've been, uh, working on the bike a lot. Like I couldn't ride a lot due to either the weather, like every weekend it was like either raining or something was going on. Uh, and we just had like obstacles and either one of us wasn't in the area at the time and we we didn't really go ride so there's like this month where we also the rain yes there, there was like one or two weekends this past month where we could ride and it would just downpour in tennessee and yeah. every track would be closed yeah and so we had to like work around that kind of stuff and then that gave us more time to like put stuff on the bike so uh we got some like brand new graphics slung on the bikes and yeah. they're looking freaking mint so I put a new radiator on my bike. I'll throw up a photo. My old one was like bad mangled. Yeah. And that was a whole ordeal to get a new radiator. Yeah. I ordered a radiator from eBay. They sent me the right side when I, and it was the guy's fault. I mean, I don't want to like blame him. The guy was like super nice about it, but he, he accidentally sent me the wrong side radiator. Yeah. And then he was like super nice about it. He was like, yeah, eBay just needs to send you this return label. And it took about a month for eBay to finally agree to send me a return label. Yeah, it and <laughs> it just took forever. And then finally got a return, got my refund, and got the right the right size radiator. But uh, yeah, that was kind of a mess. But um, we got the bikes. The bikes getting the bikes prepared to go ride this weekend was almost like, at least for my bike, was we almost didn't make it. <laughs> um, I bought a rear shock rebuild kit, rebuilt my shock. And there was zero dampening whatsoever. Yeah, we'll throw up a video of that too. It I, I was, a video of that. It was so hilarious. frustrating. I I fought getting this shock put back together. I was either bleeding it wrong, or I mean, I had I had it installed correctly. Everything was put together correctly. Well, I think that puck was upside down. 
Yeah, but I honestly, I really don't think that made a difference in in what happened. I mean, it could, but I I really don't. We posted in a a Honda CR's Facebook group about what was going on, and a lot of people were, without even seeing the insides, were like, saying, "I think the puck might be upside down." So yeah, TBD. I also probably didn't bleed it correctly, but I don't know. We we were up till like ten o'clock trying to get this rear shock sorted. And we all, we both kind of looked at each other and we're like, this is, this is, this isn't going to happen tonight. Well, we need to, we had rebuilt it twice, I think. And yeah. then the bladder got stuck. Yeah. We couldn't get the <laughs> we bladder. Like... We couldn't get the bladder out of the reservoir. Um, the place where you like charge the nitrogen. <laughs> and so we're like, I'm pulling on this thing, like dang near as hard as I can. And it's not coming out. And I'm frustrated. I'm like, dude, I, I can't, I'm not, I'm not getting this out tonight. There's no way. And then Connor's like, all right, we know what we need to do. <laughs> we both looked at our buddy David's bike, who was just kind of sitting there in the corner, which hasn't been used also in like a month and a half. And so we were both like, all right, let's do this. So we swapped the shocks, the rear shocks over from his bike to my bike. And we got my bike put packed together, loaded up the trailer. And then we head out. Uh, we head out the next morning to go uh, rip some dirt bikes. But, dude, I was so frustrated with that rear shock, man. It's just like well, David shock worked thing. great. So. Yeah, yeah. David shock did work great. Um, but David kind of needs a shock back. So yeah, we gotta we gotta we gotta get that rear shock taken care of. So I think I'm gonna have somebody rebuild it, uh, valve it for my weight and stuff. So that way I got like a solid rear shock because um, the front's pretty solid. I don't think I'll have to do a lot with the front for now. Um, I'll just send the rear off. But yeah, we had a great day of riding the. We showed up. We were the first ones at the track because we were like that excited to go ride and it was open. So we showed up to the track. Uh, we unloaded the bikes and the guy prep was literally just getting done prepping the track and we're the first ones out there. And holy cow. I mean, I've only been on a handful of tracks. Maybe that weren't prepped like ready. Yeah, like, I, we were I was the very out. first person on the track. And it is and chaos. It was like, I mean, it was probably plowed like at least six inches deep of just like deep. Yeah. Tennessee dirt was just, yeah. and it's like, it's, it's almost like clay. It's just super tacky. It was super tacky. It was like great, great for ruts and speed. And like the traction was great all day. Like I never really had issues with traction, but there was like a ton of like tackiness in it. And it was just, it was just, well, really I was tough. just, I was washing around the whole, I went two laps and then I decided I'm just going to go back to the trailer and wait for someone else to break this track in. Yeah. So I waited the guy that owned the track dude rips. That guy flies. And he wrote in some really good lines. And then I mean, after 15 minutes, we went out there and it was like perfect the rest of the day. Yeah. I would say once it got worked in, the track conditions were like super solid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, Honestly, that's some of the best dirt we've been on. Uh, plenty of traction. The bike would just like would just go. Um, I did get roosted the worst I've ever oh, roosted yeah. in my life. Yeah, Hayden, he wasn't wearing a chest protector <laughs> at first, and he came back complaining. I was like, "Really? You got roosted? I, I haven't I got had anything." Blasted and then chest. I probably twenty minutes later, I was out on the track, and I jumped a big tabletop right beside this guy, and right after that was the triple that I've been wanting to hit. And I was thinking, okay, I'm just going to, I know this guy's going to hit the triple. So I'm just going to follow his speed yeah. and I'll hit it with him. And as soon as he landed, like right in front of me on the tabletop 
and he sent an entire pile of dirt in my chest and it like blew me back on the bike <laughs> and i had to stop like, i had to pull over and stop yeah. on the track and like re-catch my breath it, it literally hurt through my chest protector that's crazy man. It got my hands got my arms yeah got my knees dude that sucks the roost is like because we're new at riding or at least this year we haven't we haven't really been in like behind the pack or like we haven't really experienced well also a lot of the tracks that we ride are pretty dry yeah pretty worn in to where there's it's just dusty there's not really much roost yeah so today or yesterday or whatever or was that sunday um two days ago yeah yeah two days ago it was it was pretty tacky but the overall day was fantastic i had a blast um couple couple minor incidences throughout the day where we just kind of like tipped over um just kind of getting wild through the ruts and stuff like that but um i guess i'll kind of lead into the injury (laughs) so it's like the end of the day track closes at like three three ish 330 or whatever i'd already decided i was done riding for the day because my front suspension was bottoming out yeah twice every lap and i was like i don't want to break something yeah so I, i i mean i'd already ridden for like four hours i was like, all right, I'm just going to go chill and watch people ride for the rest of the day. Yeah. And then I'm sitting there. <laughs> Watching me. I keep telling myself I'm following this pack of guys. And I'm keeping up relatively well. Like, they haven't quite checked out, of, like, distance-wise yet. And I'm kind of hanging with them a little bit. And I'm like, I'm starting to push. Because I just let them go by because they were the faster group. And I was hanging back. I was hanging back with one of the guys who, uh, obviously, like, there's some really fast 450s out there. But... I was keeping up with this guy on this 250 and I was like really pushing myself and I'm like, all right, one more lap, one more lap in my hands. Like I drive a 2000 CR125 and that thing rattles you to death. And my hands are really fatigued from just like gripping the bike uh, and then gripping, gripping the bars. Um, and like, I, I can feel it. I'm like, all right, like I only got like one or two laps left in me and I would go around each lap and be like, all right, this is my final lap. All right, this is my final lap. All right, this is my final lap. And there was this one spot on the track that I had been kind of like clearing this double. It was like a two part landing. It wasn't like a true double, but it was just really strange the way the landing was set up. Like you could land kind of like on top of it and then you could jump over and down to like the second landing. So it was almost like a step up, step down. Mm-hmm. kind of deal and i had tried like clearing it most of the day and i finally had got it but the last lap um i kind of like lost my focus or whatever and somebody had gone down next to me before the jump and i kind of like glanced over and lost focus for a moment and then wasn't like set going over the jump so i went off the jump and i'm supposed to be going towards the right well i started going straight instead of you know towards the right and when i came down I came down in a soft part of the mud, mud on the track where nobody had been riding all day. So it was like thick packed, um, not untouched mud and my front wheel locked and endoed cause I'd overshot the jump, the landing. And when I landed, landed front wheel, it just bars turn slid. My chest hit the front bars. The back end of the bike started coming over. And, uh, all I remember is, hitting my face on the ground first. That was the very first thing that hit the ground was my face. My face hit the mud and the ground. And then the next thing I'm like, dude, I hit the ground first. Where's my bike? And then the next thing I feel is 185 pound dirt bike landing on my head and my shoulders. And I'm just like crunched into the ground. And I'm just like sitting there like, oh, 
and the bike just finally like releases and flips um flips back out onto the track and i'm just like oh my gosh dude i think i just broke my shoulder um i was in i was like i was hurting and i like scramble off the track and i get down on my hands and my knees and i'm like i'm pretty sure got the wind knocked out of me too because i was like wheezing i was like oh like down on the track it sounds like when yeah (laughs) and the guy next to me is like dude are you okay you're okay and i'm like i don't know i have no idea if i'm okay because it's like you know 10 seconds after and i'm like dude there's something wrong with my arm i have no idea and i'm just sitting there like bro i think it's broken i don't really know yet connor comes i see connor like he's like trucking it over here i was chilling at the trailer you were sitting in my chair and then i I, I'm w- kind of watching Hayden go around and I see him go over this jump and I just see there's like a couple jumps between us and I just see a back wheel in the middle of the air and I was like oh no and so I yeah. stand up and I see him I see Hayden stand up I was like oh he's fine and then I see him like run over to the side of the track and go down on all fours and I was like oh no so yeah. I just started he's running it. over there <laughs> yeah he's with calling. my phone I was like just in case you need to call 911 yeah I was I was messed up, dude. It was such a weird feeling because it all happened almost in like slow motion when I can like I look back on it and I, I remember the bike landing on my head in my helmet compressing and then releasing the pressure. And I was like just waiting for like too much pressure on my head and it just like pop or whatever. But whoa, that was it was definitely a good scare. Like I I was I was hurting pretty bad. So um. I'm like, all right, I need to get back to the truck. We're going to get, we're going to get to the hospital or something. Cause I'm obviously, I'm obviously hurt. Like there's no doubt in my mind. I'm like, do I have a broken collarbone? Cause I've seen so many people like break their collarbone for like smaller impacts and you know, like, you know, they just fall off their bike and land wrong and their collarbones broken. So I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm pretty sure I broke my collarbone and I'm feeling it and I'm like, all right, it doesn't feel broken. Like I can, I can feel the whole bone and I'm feeling my shoulder. I feel like this small kind of like divot on the side of my shoulder. And I'm like, oh man, my shoulder is obviously sitting lower than my, my left shoulder. And I'm like, all right, we need to go to the hospital. Like we need to get this checked out. Cause I would hate to have like a broken, a broken shoulder or a broken collarbone and just not do anything about it. So we load up in the truck. Connor loads everything. Yeah, well, first, uh, the guys that own the track come over on a side-by-side. And Hayden's, at this point, he's kind of standing up. And they're like, you good? And he's like, yeah, I think so. And he's like, you want to ride back to the to your car and the side-by-side? And Hayden's like, no, I'm good. And I was like, dude, why didn't you take a free ride? And no, Oh, yeah. When, yeah, when I went like, I'm getting my own bike off the track. Yeah, I was like, uh, my pride's talking at this point. And I'm like, yeah, I want to ride off on my own bike. So Connor, like hops on my bike and I hop on the back of it and he drags me out of there essentially. <laughs> but holy cow, man, that was, that's my first big wreck. That's definitely the biggest wreck I've ever been in. Um, that's the hardest I've hit the ground. That's the hardest I've been landed on is just overall not 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Yeah. So, so, so I loaded all the bikes up and then Hayden wanted to go to the hospital. That was an hour and a half away. So obviously he wasn't in that much pain. <laughs> The pain didn't hurt unless you move it. So like sitting here, pain's kind of low, but as soon as you start moving any of it, oh dude, it it hurts pretty good. So we hop in the car, Connor's driving, 
and he and I are just cracking jokes about, you know, ridiculous stuff. I'm going to get paid. Insurance is going to cover this and this and that, this and that, whatever, just random things. And we're thinking we're on the way to the hospital right now. And we're just kind of like casually driving. And I'm wondering, like, maybe we should go to a, a hospital that's closer, you know, like an actual emergency room that's. Well, I think I asked by. you like three times, like, you sure you want to go to a closer hospital? You're like, no, I've been to this one in Mount Juliet. I want to go to that one. Yeah. Then so, like 30 minutes in the drive, I was like, yo, you sure you still want to go to the hospital? It's I was I was really contemplating Juliet. it. I was really contemplating it. But at the end of the day, I was like, you know, let's just go to Mount Juliet and get it looked at because I've been there before, unfortunately, and they take care of me pretty well. And there was zero weight. But uh, I'll let you tell the story of when we rolled up to the ER. Um, uh, yeah, so we, we get to the ER, uh, Hayden wants to like film a TikTok. <laughs> so he obviously, I, the whole time I'm like, he's fine, is Hayden he's really fine. injured? Cause he wants to go to this hospital. It's two hours away. Yeah. He wants to be filming TikTok. So we filmed this, like, if y'all seen hot rod, the scene where he's at the hospital, <laughs> he's like points at the trash can. He's like hospital <laughs> trash can. So you can look at that on our TikTok if you don't know what I'm talking about. It's, 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 it's really only funny if you've seen hot rod a hundred times like we have, but yeah. Well, we did that, and then I went to park my truck. Um, <laughs> there's, there's nobody else at the hospital. Yeah, so it's pretty empty right so now. So I, I got to park the truck with the trailer that has the dirt bikes in it. Take up like four parking spots. I go in. Hayden's. We we go back to the room, and then we're sitting there for like five minutes. And the security guard comes in. He was like, uh, "Sir, we need you to move your car. You're taking up a lot of spaces in the parking lot." And I'm like, oh, yeah, no problem. So I, I assume it's like must be pretty crowded or something. I walk out. There's like 100 free parking spots. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, yeah, sure. I'll move. So I have to go park like on the road. Yeah. Um, not a big deal, but I was like, all right, there's not really. This isn't really an issue, but OK. Yeah. Um, so then we get back. They take some x-rays of Hayden. Um, the x-rays suck big time. They had to move me for different positions for the x-ray. And they had me like move my arm and stuff. And I'm just like, ah, like this sucks so bad. Uh, something's got to be broken. So the guy takes the x-rays. We wait like 15 minutes, get the results back. Yeah, so you don't have anything broken. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I felt like such a pansy. But also, like, I don't know. I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't really in that much pain, to be honest. It was, it was only pain when I move it. So... I guess that would make sense, but clearly there was other issues going on, like with muscle and tendon. So that still has to be uh, looked into whether or not I like tore a muscle or anything like that. So the road to recovery still, it's going to take a little bit, but I think it'll be a lot shorter of a recovery than if I were to like physically break a bone. So I'm kind of, kind of, kind of glad for that. Um, we're, so we were supposed to race this weekend at Scrub and Dirt in yeah. Georgia. I'm still planning on racing. Um, okay. On the last podcast, I talked about how I was supposed to race that weekend. They ended up canceling that race. So we're racing, or at least I'm racing this weekend. Hayden's going to come and cheer me on. Oh, yeah, dude. I'll be your pit board. Be my, be my mechanic with one arm. Yeah. Go um, faster. So hopefully we'll have some stuff to talk about from the race. That'll be fun. Um, and then... We might do a little bit of collaboration with some other people. Do you want to go ahead and get into that? Dude, yeah. So, so here's what happened. So he, when me and Hayden were at the hospital, he jokingly was like, so he walks in full dirt bike gear on. 
And the nurse is like, oh, what happened? Did you have a fall? And Aiden was like, uh, I had a sewing accident. <laughs> and the lady's like, okay. Um, and so we were just sitting and Hayden was like goofing off, like filming this. We were filming this video. He's like, oh yeah, I was just watering my plants and my arm popped out of its socket and here I am. And I like zoomed down to him and like dirt bike, muddy boots. dirt bike boots. So I posted that video on TikTok and it kind of blew up yesterday. Yeah. And if you're, if you're on TikTok and you're listening then you probably know who these people are. So we were starting a bunch of comments and then the legendary 109 Nate comments Yo, let me be on your podcast. hundred <laughs> percent. So I responded, I was like, dude, let's hundred percent set it up. I was like, yes. we can set up over Zoom. Then he replied back, I'll fly to Nashville. I was like, what? That is so cool. So we might have one on Nate on the podcast soon. That would be awesome. Dude is like a legend. The TikTok troll of the century. He's hilarious. Um and he wants to be on our podcast. And we're gonna try and make it happen. Yeah. And then after that. Uh, this guy named Tyler Films, who if you're on TikTok, he's the guy that does all the stoppies yeah. on his Kawasaki. He messaged me on Instagram and was like, yo, dude, if you ever want any guests on the podcast, I'd love to do it. So we're working on setting that up too. Mm-hmm. And then after that, Michael from Huckett Films, he commented on the, the video I posted of Hayden and his uh, giving the update from the hospital. He was like, yo, I'd love to be on your podcast. Hope y'all heal up soon. Um, and he lives down in Georgia and we, we've been messaging today about trying to set something up, uh, either in Georgia or at a track over new years. We're going to try and get a podcast in with him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're, we're excited about the potential collaborations, um, with some different creators on the internet. Uh, I feel like, like obviously it'd be awesome to get like some superstar, like a jet Lawrence or some pro rider on the podcast. Yeah. But I think it's also cool how. On TikTok, especially, there's this group of people who they're not pro riders. They're just dudes that hang out. Yeah, they love making dirt bike content, they're and they're fast. They're growing the sport. They're blowing it up, and we would love to have the opportunity to get to talk to them and hear what they're about and hear yeah why they love the sport and things like that. Um, so yeah, that's what we're gonna kind of try and do with this podcast in the immediate future. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows where it'll go from there? But I'd love to be able to get to talk to some of those dudes. So yeah, ton of great influence in the in the industry there's like i can't even i can't even count how many awesome people there are out there who are just so willing to you know help out whether whether it's when we go to a race or go to a track there's usually always somebody there who's just like super genuine awesome and we've been kind of discovering that over like social media there's also fantastic people just willing to help out or in any way shape or form or want to be a part of this but i love growing this kind of you know this kind of podcast or movement or whatever. Um, but yeah, this is just super cool, man. This, this has progressed way faster than I thought it would. I mean, this is only the third episode, but, um, I don't know. I feel like this could go somewhere pretty fun. So we'll kind of see where it goes. Yeah. I I told you, I mean, so like I mentioned in the last episode, my job's producing podcasts and stuff. And I was like, dude, we're going to make this legit. We're going to do a video with it, post some clips on social and, we're going to try and blow it up. So hopefully we're headed in that direction. Uh, I think collaboration is the best way to do that. And for sure, we get to hopefully have some pretty cool guys on coming up soon. So hope that's, y'all are excited to hear about those. That's the plan. Take a little break. Yeah. Our mud dealers keep digging. Little holes in my backyard. All right. Welcome back. A little break. Next topic. Thanksgiving. 
was fantastic. <laughs> Not going to lie. A little optimistic uh, going into Thanksgiving or maybe not optimistic. Maybe it was more concerned that we weren't going to have a whole lot of fun. Well, so we went, just this, you and me. we went to this Friendsgiving thing, which is basically, you know, where you and your friends get together and just make a potluck, basically. Yeah. But we didn't really, I mean, we knew some people there, but mm-hmm. uh, me and Hayden were the last to eat because <laughs> leaders eat last, according to my my college professor. <laughs> so a little humble brag. We ate last. Yeah. And... We walk in, we walk into the dining room and there's not a single table or yeah. a single seat left at the table. Yeah, the whole table's full. And both both tables were full. One of them yeah. was a kitty table, let's be honest. That wasn't really much of a table, but both tables well, were, they were full. all full. And so there's a couch in the other room. We both go and sit on the couch and YouTube is pulled up on the TV right in front of us. Super dangerous. And so Hayden goes, You wanna just watch some dirt bike racing? <laughs> so we throw on uh this live stream. So yeah, so the I guess the Monster Energy Supercross YouTube channel has a constant live stream of old races. Yeah. So I pulled that up and we started watching races while everyone else was it was honestly like the most like unsocial thing we could have done. Yeah, because everybody's over here eating dinner and like socializing. And Connor and I are just eating turkey and watching motocross, like on our own, completely doing our own thing and not paying attention to anything going on there. I don't even think we made conversation with anybody really. There were a couple of people that actually came in and started watching it with us. Like yeah. random people. And well, our friend Jess watched it with us. She, we already knew her, but yeah, Jess actually turned out to be pretty cool. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I read Dirt growing up. We're like, what? Yeah. That was kind of a, I would never would have guessed that in a million years, but she kind of surprised both of us. And, uh, but she just turned out to be pretty California cool. where apparently everyone rides their bikes. So. so yeah. But anyway, we yeah, turned into a great night. Yeah. Super unsocial night. We uh, drank some sparkling apple cider and destroyed a plate of food. Destroyed a plate of food and watched Ryan Dungey and Ken Roxon on a Suzuki and a bunch of old videos. Yeah. It was super nostalgic. Speaking of nostalgia, um, reminds me of. I don't know, kind of people that I watched growing up. Seeing that was honestly really reminiscing yeah. of the old days and um, the people that I used to watch growing well, so up. So, like, what what era were you, like, getting into watching, like, motocross and supercross? I think for me... Like, who was the top guy when you first started getting into it? So, when I started getting into supercross or just, like, motocross in general, um, Ken Roxon was always at the top... Uh, top Suzuki rider. And I was a big Suzuki fan. I, this was after he was on KTM too then, right? Yes. So right after KTM, uh, he jumped on Suzuki Mm -hmm. and he rode for screaming Eagle, um, for those years. Yeah. And it was really cool. I was huge Suzuki fan, uh, big diehard Ken Roxon fan. Oh, yes. You had that Suzuki. Yeah. Is that that what, because I was a big Suzuki fan because of the bike that I, uh, it was my first, my first ever dirt bike I ever like purchased or whatever. It was the Enduro Dual Sport, but yeah, that was that was kind of like the big push um, into into the sport. And I just remember watching Ken Roxon. You know, he was this younger guy at the time, and he was killing it in the sport. And he had this, he had this, his style was just unmistakable. Uh, Ken Roxon's flow was just, you know. It was super cool, and I really clung to that. And uh, watching him race 
I don't know. It was just somebody that I always had looked up to and I got all of his, you know, merchandise and stuff like that and mm-hmm. got to talk to him that one time at Redbud on the 4th of July. That was, <laughs> that was definitely like one of the coolest moments ever. Um, but yeah, those kind of people really influence you growing up as a kid and really pushes you to get into the sport on your own. And I don't know, they're just they're the kind of people that you look up to because they're solid people. Um, yeah. And they just kind of mold you. I don't know how to describe it, but they're just good people. So, yeah, so my one of my big influences growing up was definitely Ricky Carmichael. I would say that, so you were talking about Ken Roxton. I would say that when I really got into the sport, it was like, I guess, two eras before you. Mm -hmm. Because before Kenny was, I mean, Ryan Villapoto was kind of the dude. And then there was like kind of a gap where it was like Chad and James. And then Ricky was like the man when I first started getting into it. Um and I remember I told that story about how I got to high five him at Supercross, and then they went down and they played Hero by the Foo Fighters, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is my moment!" Um, but yeah, that was really when I started getting into the sport. Um, it was like it was really right when everything transitions from two strokes to four strokes. Mm-hmm. I was actually watching a couple of weeks ago. I woke up with a headache, and I was like, "I'm just going to watch YouTube until this gets until I get through this headache." And I watched the bar to bar from 2006, mm-hmm. which if you've never seen that, if anyone's listening, completely solid. get on YouTube and just search bar to bar 2006. It is the most gnarly season, which that, so that was the first year I ever went to Supercross. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how gnarly the racing was that year. Um, it was basically Ricky, Chad and James all duking it out for the title, for the title. And it was Ricky had already been in the premier class for a few years. Chad had been there and James was kind of coming in and disrupting all of this. And it was, it's definitely, I mean, it's like two hours long, but it's hundred percent worth watching. Oh yeah. Um, so I watched that the other day and that was when I realized, Oh, this was the, cause I remember that basically in bar to bar, they just go through like basically a, like a summary of each, um, of each stop of the, of Supercross. And when they got to Atlanta, I remember, I was like, oh, that's the track that I remember seeing my first race ever at. And I still remember specifically Chad Reed coming through, James Stewart coming through. He had just changed from 259 to number seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mike Brown was there as the only two-stroke as far as I remember. And it's weird. That I guess I was in fifth grade when I went to that. But I still remember like these super specific things. And when I saw that track on Bar to Bar, I was like, holy cow that that's the first race I went to. Um, so yeah, that was when obviously Ricky and James were in kind of the heat of it. And I remember Ricky retired and then James is kind of like the man the next year. And I remember Red Bull put out this, like this was like back when nowadays every rider has some sick Red Bull edit, Mm -hmm. something cool put together with this huge production budget back then. Guys didn't really do that. And I remember James Stewart came out with this sick video with all these slow motion of him doing whips at his facility. Um, if you just search James Stewart Red Bull video, I'm sure it's still one of the first ones to come up. Yeah. But it was like super defining for that time because no people weren't really doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember seeing those videos like, oh, I'm going to be just like this one day. Um, and yeah, I would say, I mean, Ricky and Bubba were kind of the two guys that really influenced me as I was getting into the sport and they were like the guys that I was really pulling for. And then from there, I, I would say Trey Kennard was probably my favorite rider until he retired. 
I think he retired in like 16 or 17 or something, but um, he was always one of my favorite guys. Didn't your mom throw away one of his posters or something like that? No, was that, that was else? Zach Osborne. Oh, so that's right, Zach. When I went to that race, I guess it was either 2000, it was either my first race or my second race I ever went to. We met Zach Osborne and he was like not really very well known at all back then. The only reason we met him was because my buddy, we always go to the races with, his last name was Osborne and he was also number 16. Mm-hmm. So he was like, oh, I want to get this guy's, this guy's autograph. And he like wasn't really that big of a deal at all back then. I So I got 2006, 2007 signed Zach Osborne poster then my mom threw it away and now i'm like i mean it probably wouldn't be worth anything but it'd, it'd be super it's, cool to have yeah, super sentimental you got like almost rookie season zach osborne yeah and now that he's like so he just announced he's retiring mm-hmm. but i mean he won the outdoor championship last year and he's like yeah. he, he's he's been one of my top favorite riders for a while just i, I feel like his um i don't know his, his character seems like super solid so yeah um but yeah that's kind of what supercross and motocross was like when i started getting into it so uh, i would say you definitely came from a more structured background your riding style and places to ride was a lot more set in like you had actual tracks to go to yeah uh another person that was like super influential was ronnie mack <laughs> like oh when, I got, when i got in ronnie mack was this big big time uh you know like rider and we're always dragging dragging feet on the ground looking like an absolute goon out there and the way we just like just like bouncing off our bike just acting like an idiot yeah well uh, so trey canard he he's some people say that he is ronnie mack sometimes i don't i think i know who ronnie mack is but uh trey canard was like one of the first people to do one of those goon videos yeah i think he sent it to me the other day oh yeah where he was um like jumping oh. like bouncing yeah. it was him when he was on a 250 honda still yeah and he throws off he throws and, like, a does this crazy like head shake yeah. off one of the triples. he's like throws it and he's like <laughs> i mean I'm, yeah i'm sure everyone that's listening to it seen it um but it's hilarious and then he like stops in the corner and like yeah i don't know he does all this stuff that back then was just like like people didn't really <laughs> yeah make fun of that and then he yeah. made the he came out with this video at their test track and i thought it was hilarious yeah but, old old school dirt bike stuff uh probably one of the only reasons why i haven't sold my two-stroke is just because it's so sentimental with some of the older riders and yeah and I, hayden what got I grew up these on. sick new graph hayden finally put graphics on the bike yeah connor convinced me to put graphics on my bike and look at that now and it looks like on. literally ricky carmichael's factory yeah. honda two-stroke now so looks pretty sweet i'm pretty hyped it looks cool so i'm just gonna shout out to uh, shout out to Woody the Woodpecker for hooking me up. <laughs> All right. I think it's about time to wrap up this podcast. Yeah, I think so. We got plenty of good stories and stuff to share. We got awesome stuff coming your guys' way, um, whether it's content or just shenanigans. Yeah, make sure you check us out on TikTok. We're all over it. At D-Class Motopod. We're also on Instagram at D-Class Motopod. Also on YouTube. So if you're listening, you can watch this whole Spiel. podcast if you want to see our dumb faces for 30 minutes or an hour or however long we've been going um but yeah feel free to check us out we very much appreciate any follows or likes or yeah, whatever you guys have been awesome just love the support be getting like 
comments. Yeah, I keep texting Hayden. Great like, people. Yo, someone just commented saying they listened to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I've been in bed all day today resting because like two days after um, after you ride is usually the day you're the most sore and my muscles are just like well, super plus, achy you took sore a today. Bit more of a digger than yeah. I also <laughs> got folded like a pancake. Um, so. I've been sitting in my bed all day and like every other hour I get a message from Connor. Dude, you'll never guess who just messaged me. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, like how do I get more elevated from each time he texts me? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys are awesome. And I really appreciate everybody out there who's been uh, giving this podcast a listen. Um, can't can't say thank you enough. You guys are the reason we're here. So yeah, we definitely we got some big things coming. We got those collabs hopefully coming up that we mentioned. Yes, sir. I hopefully we'll have some talk about the race that I'm in on Saturday. Yep. And then me and Hayden were also talking about potentially doing a giveaway here in the future. You better no idea it. what that'll look like, but we'd love to be able to get enough support to where we can make that financially make sense. Um, yeah. So yeah, drop us. I know it sounds like super cheesy like logan paul but yeah. drop drop us a like and a follow smash that subscribe button <laughs> drop a follow yeah do all that and uh it really helps us out so we appreciate y'all and we'll see you on the next episode definitely peace see ya